When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. Today is October 17th, and we've got a lot of fun stuff to talk to. Manny Machado is stealing all the headlines for his antics. The Sox trounced the Astros 8-2 with the JBJ Grand Slam. The Dodgers walked off. The Rangers won in a shootout. NBA started. There's some weird shootings going on. We talk about the scooter craze, Astros cheating, and much more. This is John Boy and Jake Radio. Thank you very much for tuning in. Let's have a good day. All right, Jake, what's up? How you doing? I'm good, man. That was an aggressive opening. It's You know why? Because we're up earlier today, so I'm trying to ca- counter that. That was like the 20th word I spoke all day. But I got to get... That's gotta get, not right. Well, all I did was talk to you. Yeah. We had a little short combo. We had a combo, yeah. Like, how, many, how many words do you think are in a sentence? Not a lot, but I'm saying, well, you get my gist. I haven't, I haven't got up it's yet. It's early. Today. It's yeah. early. You had it. The 20 words was aggressive. That was, was also aggressive. Hyper, hyper, hyperbole. You're, you're having a Manny Machado type aggressive morning. Oh, that's rude. That's rude. Take it back. No, that's a rude way to start the show. Got to get some gusto. This is, we're supposed to trying to bring the radio feel. I did. You just got the bad end of the gusto. I didn't like it. You got called out on your 20 minutes and you're a dirty player. (laughs) No, not dirty player. We're going to get into Machado later. But first, um, I don't know. Let's just say hi to each other. How are you? Hey, a good man. Jake's coming from Denver. It's early there. Yeah. I wouldn't do what you're doing, but I'm happy. 7 7 a.m. 9.50. Not early. People, I think people will get mad at us for calling that early. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone's got different. It's it's like temperature and time of the day are so relative. Someone's like, you slept in t- you 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 slept until eleven o'clock. It's like, yeah, well, I was up working until three a.m. So don't get mad. Like, right. the The amount of sleep I think is the difference, not the start and end. Like people that only live off five day five hours of sleep, they're impressive. But if you fall yeah. asleep at nine at night and wake up at five in the morning, like you're getting a lot of sleep. I'm not impressed with you. Yeah, that would be that would be neat if people instead of were like, "Oh, I woke up at four a.m. to to get to the golf course this morning" or something like that. If you just had to measure it in hours you slept, I think it's w- way more important because if you wake up yeah. at four a.m., well, you went to sleep at eight the day before. Yeah, I don't care. Good. Still got a great night's rest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, I always found that weird. And then temperatures, the other thing, like eighty to me can feel so different to. Katie, my girlfriend, like that, our bodies just handle that completely differently. But, but yeah, that that goes into body types, and that also goes to what what's been the weather. The, oh, that, 80, that's the 80, other thing. Eighty after ninety five feels great. Exactly. It's like when you're on college campus and that first fifty day hits, 
after yeah. the whole winter of snow and everyone's out there like throwing the frisbee, laying on the grass in 50 degree weather. But if it was the first 50 degree weather of the year, everyone's in sweatshirts. Weather's so crazy and relative, but this is a very benign conversation that like everyone knows and has. Talking about the weather. Talking weather. This that is I like weather. Katie's dad loves the weather. Like he likes following storms and stuff. And when we lived there in California, I'd wake up, I ask him like what's going on today, and it was nice to know. Mike Trout loves the weather, so that's cool. Yeah. The Weather Channel, I tweeted about this one day. Every local news station in the U.S., and there's probably at least one per town or county, has their own weather channel and weather man and segment where a guy talks about the weather for a half hour. And I don't think anyone under the age of 50 is using live television to get their weather information anymore. There's so much money going into that that I really think is like got 20 years left and all that money is going to be able to go into something else. Yeah, I don't if you hit an adulthood before iPhones took off which is what you you could be 30, 40 years old now. I mean, that was just the routine. You got ready, you put on television in the morning and you went. Nobody yeah. listened. Nobody listened to. Well, they'd listen to me, but not you on a podcast. Yes. You know? but my parents. I, I mean, I asked my dad, who's not the most technology tech. Actually, my dad's pretty good. But I asked, like, they're like, no, I would never watch. Like, sit around and wait for the news to come on. I would just search it. Right, right. But a lot of people are routine and creatures of habit. Yeah, it is crazy that like so much money. They need to start syndicating like one show per state. Well, I guess the weather's different in different areas. Bingo. <laughs> Still, the, the the internet works right. All right, let's go into last night. Last night. Here we go. The quick rundown. The Red Sox beat the Astros. The Brewers lost to the Dodgers. The Rangers beat the Avalanche. The Devils beat, I forget who they played. The NBA started. The Warriors beat the Thunder. And the Celtics beat the 76ers. I think that's all, right? All the games sure. that we care about. We'll, we'll talk more. What do you want to start with first? Tell me about the NBA games you watched. The NBA games I watched. So I watched, well, I started with the bas- or the baseball. I watched the Red Sox-Astros game. Uh, Red Sox, they, they got a little magic in them this year, Jim. It 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 hurts our souls a little bit, but I, I've been harping on, if, if you're a talking Yanks fan that, that's followed us here, I, when the bottom of their lineup does something, they win, and Jackie Bradley Jr. hit a grand slam. So I, they're, I, I'm not going to say team of destiny or any of that bad sports talk stuff, but they got one in Houston. I think Verlander's next on the mound for them, though. Is, is that right? Yeah, game four. Would... Yeah, so, I mean, he, for Houston, I'd <laughs> throw out the old must-win, but, I mean, Verlander's incredible. But if Boston were to get to Verlander, I mean, they almost have the series there. So that that was cool, and then I went to Celtics, Celtics Sixers, Celtics Sixers, Celtics Sixers. Um, and, yeah, Boston had a ton of energy again because they just don't lose sporting events anymore, and Gordon Hayward was back, which was cool. Um, good, good to see him healthy and just playing basketball. And dude, I, the world is going to turn on these young Sixers very soon. Cause the Embiid show, 
everyone thought it was cool that it's like, oh, it's a big man who talks smack during the game, and these these pesky Sixers. It's it's like it's annoying and a bad look after a while. Or you got to back it up. Yeah, and I mean, it's just like every Celtics player when they got a basket near him, like made a point of it to talk shit to him because a, I think he does talk that much crap. And B, because they know it's going to be on SportsCenter. So the whole game is turned into like a theatrics, theatrics fest. That, well, old, that old sports term, a theatrics well, fest. Theatrics fest is good, and I think we might be getting into that later in the show. Um, sure. The Red Sox game, do you have any more? Did you watch the Warriors at all? I didn't watch a second. I, I, watched, I watched the start of it. I, we're, I, dude, I'm, I live in Denver. And when I woke up and saw there was 13 innings of Dodger baseball, and like I wasn't gonna watch the Golden State Oklahoma City game. Russ, Russell Westbrook wasn't playing. I I watched the ring ceremony, which was pretty. <laughs> it I would love to see the email chains that go into making some of these decisions. Did you see how the Warriors received their rings? No, I didn't. They they were they were dropped down from the ceiling. Just like, so they did the coaches, so they had, like, the trophy and the rings in the middle of the court, and they introduced, like, the coaches and the GMs. They come out, shake hands, get their rings. And then they have the 11, like, the players from last year lined up, and they just, with, like, on a, on a string, with either blue or yellow lights on them, they just came down from the rafters in a bag, and then everyone, all the players grabbed their ring. They should have but, used the little parachute parachute men, little that, toy soldiers. That would have been pretty fun as long as they didn't land in the crowd. But it was it just you could tell that there was an email chain where they were like, This is gonna be cool. The rings come down from the ceiling. And then the players like are like from standing, the heavens above. The players are standing there like this uh, uh no. Just hand no. me my ring. Yeah, I'll just I'll just take it. Thank you. Yeah, I bet some high school, some high school, um, uh, like advisor programmer is going to now do that for the graduation ceremony. Yeah, Someone's going to steal sure. it in a in a scenario where it just really, really doesn't belong. Nothing worse than a high school graduation. Anyway, Red Sox Astros, the big grand slam is good. Avaldi uh, goes six innings pitch, two earned runs after Bregman posted the video of them going back to back to back. Do you like that Bregman did that? Do do you care? I after his play, I think he can do whatever he wants. A little bit. It's at, the weird thing was that he did it after like a loss. I don't know. It's it 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 felt a little weird. Like I don't know. We lose the game. Let me get back to game tape. Here's us beating you, and it's like, well, you, <laughs> you just lost. I'd never but, do it because I just believe in like. Why put that out there? Because you can look like such an idiot. Yeah, and now you, you kind of do. Well, I don't know. I still think Bregman comes out of that game. The yeah, only Bregman look- looks okay. He played incredible, amazing defense, like me yelling yelling to the world on Twitter defense. And then, yeah, I mean, they just they haven't pitched to him, but, hey, that's, <laughs> that's working. Osuna got lit up. He's the guy that yeah. uh, they really did him in. Some people Plus, would be happy because I think Asuna's a bad guy, allegedly. Right. But Bogart's single. Devers single. Um, then Brock Holt hit by pitch. It 
such a Brock Holt move. And then Mitch Moreland hit by pitch. Jackie Bradley Jr. home run. I mean, that's a yeah, bad the, inning. The, the Moreland hit by pitch was one of the – because it was a non-classic closer, non-save situation where they lose their mind and they just can't pitch. But he had Moreland up. I want to say it was two outs with Mitch Moreland up. And then he just did one of those – accidentally caught him in the elbow with an inside fastball and then you're like okay it went from a one-run game to a two-run game the wheels are the wheels are basically off and then yeah jbj got him a little like short porch-esque home run high fastball just turned on it not bad would you see the catch earlier off the wall the kemp catch yeah i watched that live that was pretty cool oh did you see the like he didn't catch it but they didn't replay it didn't oh, I still think he caught it. I saw I saw the zoomed-in angle. Oh, it clearly hits the wall first. No, I think it hits his glove. The wall has a ball indent in it right before it goes into his glove. I I think it it looks like it's on the top of his glove. And then, like, what's the rule there? If it touches no, the top of his glove and the wall at the same time, what's the rule? That's not how the one I saw that zoomed in in slow mode is. Like, it clearly... The full ball hits the wall, then goes into his glove. I think I think we're being MLB umpires right now because I watched I watched that same video, and to me that's that's a catch. That's not even not even Red Sox anything. I I think he caught that. Oh yeah, I think because otherwise, and I I guess my other counter to you would be that if if that was fully not a catch, that would have like a hundred thousand views on Twitter, and it just has like two thousand views. I I I think it's very opinion what whatever you think you could see you think you could see maybe it didn't maybe it did but like i i think he caught that i don't i think 100 percent he didn't i also didn't think he caught it in live time because the sound was just the sound yeah was just the sound was crazy but i all all the replays even that crazy zoomed in one like i the club is there yeah that's just not how i uh that's i'm looking at it now and uh, yeah, definitely hits the wall first. This angle's terrible. Maybe this is the angle you saw. Did you see the angle of just the glove and the square, or did you see like the slow mo angle from angled up? I mean, I, I none of the words you just said mean much to me. Oh. I saw, I've seen all the zoomed in glove wall angles. I'm shocked that you could see the video I saw and, and think it's not a catch. I, but we'll move on. I'm shocked you're shocked. Yeah. Well, it hits the square like there's a ball indent on the on the outfield wall. And then it goes into his glove like a full <laughs> round ball. <laughs> I just I just I, I know I'm done talking about it with you. All right. All right. We'll move on. That's bizarre. I didn't think that you could see that and not think it was a catch or, or whatever. Um, I just like nobody else is talking about it. It's like it's a Twitter conversation between. Like. A, a small group of people. I, it was all over my feed. I don't know. I, I have a lot of baseball writers talking about it. Like, yeah, I, I was all over. And I didn't see anyone saying he caught it. I thought it was obvious that they got away with one. But um, the uh, let's move on to do you want to go next baseball game? Let's go to because uh, there's a lot to pack in the next baseball game. I watched a little bit of the Rangers game. Well, I watched most of the Rangers game. Rangers are kind of frustrating, but they did win in a shootout, which I don't know how um, I don't know how NHL fans didn't uh, 
I don't know how NHL fans feel about the shootout. Do they like it? Do they dislike it? I know they didn't like it at first, but I think it's fun but stupid. Uh, anyway, the Rangers won in a shootout, which I, th- I think is – they seem like a team, and not, this is all n- novice knowledge. They seem like a team that does good in shootouts. They got a really good goalie and like a young core that kind of can't finish the regular plays but should be able to score. But it was fun. Rangers are fun. I'm getting back on. I'm learning the learning the nicknames. They got a dude Zibanejad. It's like yes. I can't say this. I asked. I was on Periscope for the for the uh, shootout. I was like, guys, does this guy have a nickname? Zibby. It's much easier to say. It's a good nickname. Zibby is so much better. So if you know Rangers stuff and you're okay with teaching a new fan stuff, teach me new stuff because I'm trying to watch every Rangers game and learn. But man, being a new fan is daunting. Yeah, yeah, that that and that's always been tough to not fully tracking because I, I, I love goalie playing any sports, so I've been a King Henrique guy for a while. Uh, it's it's just tough because like the ancillary turnover that's going to happen on a hockey team, like I I've just never kept track of. They played my my Denver Colorado Avalanche though, who who rebounded big last year from two years ago, and they were off to a hot start. So I think it's a good win in the in the Garden. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're a good team. They won. They had a, they have so many chances to score. They had a they had a four minute power play and didn't do anything. Got like five shots off, but couldn't couldn't bury it. All right, Brewers, Dodgers, Dodgers walk off in the thirteenth inning. There's just Manny Machado is just putting his stink all over this series. Before the game, it was his hustle quote. After during the game, it's his collision with Aguilar. After the game, Yellick calls him a dirty player. The Dodgers did win in the 13th inning. It was 1-1 going to 13th. There was some big plays and all that. I don't even think we need to talk about the gameplay at all. Do you have any moments that you noticed or anything besides the Machado stuff? Dozier stole a base, and it was a hit and run, but he got away with it. Then he tried to steal again later in the game, got thrown out. I didn't see that play, but it'd be funny if he got like you know stolen base fever. Like, yeah, I can do this. Dozier gets super cocky. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been I've been saving the wheels just for this, baby. Dozier also got the first RBI in the beginning of the game, and he had runners on first and second with a 2-0 count, and I was thinking he's going to swing out of his shoes because he struck out to looking to end the game, and this was his next at bat. So, I mean, I think it's only natural that he's like, all right, I want to do damage. He gets himself in a 2-0 count. He poked a nice RBI single. Yeah, I, I think uh, my takeaway because I I didn't watch a lot of this game live, and again I, I this was so this was part of my West Coast rant because again I I'm in Denver, I'm on Mountain Time, so I'm an hour behind. Two hours, um, and I I uh, an hour behind Los Angeles, Jim. Oh, or or an hour ahead, excuse me. Um, but it it's an hour away for me. The East Coast is three. That's that's kind of a big commitment. Um, and man, I, I went to bed a little earlier than I normally do. Sure. Was, was trying to get up early to do this. But when I saw 13 innings, I was like, wow, I, I didn't catch much of this game at all. That's, that's pretty brutal. Who was watching this game into the 13th, which kind of sucks. Cause if, the, if this was an NBA, you know, overtime game and the the quote unquote semifinals or conference finals you'd have guys like LeBron Durant whoever it is doing stuff in overtime you'd have guys finishing with fifty points and things like that 
And to me, what are, what are the baseball stories that come out? Machado's a dirty player. <laughs> um, I, I think the only thing I'm interested to see going forward baseball-wise is that the Brewers have been trying to bullpen this whole thing. And 13 yes, innings will kill that strategy. Yeah, that's that's kind of the one thing that the approach doesn't doesn't fully take into consideration. It looks like uh Guerra, Guerra, uh Javi, he he did an admirable job. He pitched 3.2 innings for them. But Gio Gonzalez, who's one of their guys that they would let throw innings, only pitched one inning and I think he got pulled with a slight injury or something like that. So I that's tough. I I'm interested to see and it, this sounds like bad sports talk radio, but if this is the turning point of the series not from a momentum or anything like that, but if the Brewers arms start getting a little shot. Yeah. I mean the Dodgers threw nine guys yesterday. Right, but that I mean two of those guys went point one innings. One's yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's, diff- I know it's Mada, different. I know it's different. starter. Like, yeah. There's a lot of guys to throw in one game. There was Hader did get um, into a scare. Uh, Hader uh, gave up a single to Max Muncy and then strikeout, ground out, single to Cody Bellinger. So he's got men on um, first and third, I believe, and uh, gets Matt Kemp to strike out. But that's probably the most touched up Hader's been, two singles. Yeah. Yeah. And he's. It's it's funny, man. His his pitching back to back days. I know he only threw eight pitches the day before, or whatever it was. But his stats get drastically worse, and that's that's going to change baseball a lot too. So I, it it'll be interesting. I they have are they playing tonight, right? Yep, tonight and tomorrow they have three in a row. So it'll be really interesting if they have a lead and they use Hater, or if they if they don't and they try to dodge it. It's I I don't know this, the the pivot game of the series. Blah. So Cody Bellinger's the hero of this game. He pinch hit in the bottom of the sixth, got f- flew out, but then he goes into center field from pinch hitter. Then later on, they um they move him because they they did all the double switches, you know. So um, right. So they Cody Bellinger has to move to right field, which he's only played twelve innings in right field all season. He makes a diving catch. Later in the game, where he slid on the grass for a while. That was pretty cool. Then in the bottom of the eighth, Cody Bellinger singles to, you know, off Hader to to put a runner on third. Uh, But they don't come through. And then later on, he gets the the game winner. Single with Machado on second. Machado moved to second because of a wild pitch. So all the catchers, I mean, wild pitches, pass balls, are playing large this entire playoffs. We thought it was just yeah. a Gary Sanchez problem, which yeah. it is. It is, but it's like wow, <laughs> everyone's having trouble in the playoffs. Yeah, and I, I, it, it turns into one of those funny things where baseball's such a long season. You, you wonder. I guess you could use the word lazy if you wanted for someone like Gary Sanchez, because I don't. I think did he give up one this postseason? I think he ended up having one in that brutal game. Th- there was the cross up with CC, but that that was a that was a wild pitch from C. I mean, even if he had one, there his four games before that he didn't have any. So he's had one in eight pl- his last eight playoff games, and if if it came in a blowout, I mean, you're not going to excuse that. But yeah, I guess you could. It it, it almost encourages 
a lazy moniker on Gary, but I I don't know. I it it it's a slippery slope because wait, and, why does it, it encourage it, a lazy? I would say it encourages because that would say he's that would say he has the ability in the playoffs to block balls, but in the regular season he doesn't put forward the effort to do it. Uh, yeah, I I would switch out the word like lazy and like mentally lazy. Like I think it's a concentration thing, right? I, that's a form of laziness. Yeah, I guess so. When I think lazy, I think like he doesn't want to hustle. He doesn't want to do that. I don't think it's that. I think it's like he just like can't keep his head like sharp. Right, and that's I was gonna spin that again to the basketball world because if I, I if you heard the plays playoff Rondo. Because Rondo has done this thing where he kind of just gets through the regular season of basketball now, and then in the playoffs he kind of turns it on. He turns into old school Celtics, like triple double Rondo, does a lot of cool stuff. And but people were saying that like it's a crazy awesome thing. Like oh look at playoff Rondo, he can still turn it on. Where <laughs> in baseball that's kind of something that's almost an equivalent to Gary there, but it's not like, oh, he's turning it on. It's still like, oh, stop being a bum during the season. Yeah, it's both. It's both. It's the same yeah. as like when Girardi benched Gary and then he got be- got better in 2017. It's like, well, why'd you need to be benched to play hard? Right. Same thing. Right. Um, all right, Machado. Before the game, talking about lazy, Machado had this quote, man. That's just uh, about hustling. He goes, Obviously, I'm not going to change. That's just not my personality. That's not my cup of tea. That's not who I am. About hustling. Uh, so I have all the responses from people because I posted this out. They're like, oh, man, that's a tough quote in the playoffs going into in the playoffs going into the free agency. It's like a thinking about if he would say that in New York and so many people responded who cares his play is good enough if he saves himself a little bit uh, by not sprinting the first every time and injuring himself like Cano does who cares my response to that is sure but that's that's not the bad thing here the bad thing isn't the not hustling here Really, the bad thing is the quote and the optics of this quote and the timing of this quote. You just can't say that, man. And people want to make people are trying to make me feel like an old grumpy man. But like, fuck those, fuck that. You can't say this. And to say this, he says, "I'm not Johnny Hustle." Like, I'm not. And people are like, he's just saying he's not um, Johnny Bench or uh, or um, uh, Pete Rose. It's like, well, do you think Pete Rose and Johnny Bench, like their only skill was hustling? No, they were really, really good baseball players who hustled because hustle isn't a skill set at all. It's just an attitude. Yeah, it's so I I think you're mostly right. I think what some of the people are saying isn't wrong. But here's here's a couple of things. It's a why would you ever say it? Why would you ever say that? Don't don't bother. You don't need to. At the same time, I'm sure there's great players in baseball history that could have said this quote, but again, you never would. Like and and I I don't want to step on someone who's kind of a king, but I feel like if I watched a lot of Reggie Jackson's game tape from back in the day, I feel like hustle wasn't his thing. He was kind of the king of swag 
and hitting monster dingers and stuff like that. You never know because you had A-Rod, who was monster home runs, power bat, superstar, and as full of himself as you can get when he was playing, and he still right. busted it down the line all the time. Yeah, and it's it's just why before free agency, before in a playoff series, like now if you get thrown out by a half step, people are going to say, oh, I bet you wish you were Johnny Hustle now. And like it's there's just no reason for it. And I think the other problem is he's, well, A, I don't know who's superstar enough in baseball to get away with that. And who, <laughs> again, who would just say that? That was but the other thing he, fans were saying. Like, it, well, I was like, well, he's good. I was like, well, Bird said like one thing and people won't forget it. And they're like, Bird's trash. I'm like, okay, sorry. That's just semantics though. I think Gary could say this during the hottest stretch of the season. Well, he's bad on defense. I think Babe Ruth could have said this and would have got trashed. A-Rod was having MVP seasons and the Yankees fans were trashing him for no, things he said. No, so I, it, I think it turns into if if you are big enough of a star, but you need to be like a top three known star and producer in the sport. And then if you say it, I don't want to say in a comedic light, but in if you say it lightly, like if 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 you're talking to reporters and you know, you you hit a home run that day and you say, "Hey, I don't I know I'm not exactly Charlie Hustle sometimes." Um, but still the whole thing's just ridiculous cuz you're getting paid to play a sport. <laughs> and also it just Which, it just acts as if hustle is a skill set when it's not. It's just trying hard. Well, that's that's part of what we just talked about with Gary's regular season, Rondo's regular season. It kind of is a skill set. Yeah. It's just a very different than being as strong or as tall or the having a cannon arm or any of that stuff. And I'm fine with not busting it all the time in the way Cano did. But on plays like up the middle, like you have to pick and choose correctly if you're going to choose to not exert yourself and like pull hamstrings or whatever. Because Cano did play every game all the time. And the thing was, Joe Torre would say, if that's how he saves himself a little bit and allows himself to play every game, that's fine. He just has to make sure he chooses his spots correctly. So I can be convinced. I, could, I can find excuses to not bust it every single time, kind of. Like, not really. Um, but I, I see that point. But the, the phrasing that he said, that's not my personality. I'm not going to change. That's not my cup of tea. His, his I mean, it's not going to cost him money because he's Manny Machado. He's very good. But it's just so stupid. Why steal the headlines when you're in a team sport in, in the playoff game? Like, yeah, it's, al- it's almost like he thought he was trying to build this cool persona. Like, I'm Manny Machado. I don't have to hustle. And it's just like, ew. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he thought he was like being so coy and open with the reporter that people were going to love it. And instead it's like, nah, man. That's... Yeah, what, why would I need to hustle? I'm not the 25th guy on the team. I'm Manny Machado. And just the whole thing's. It, there's no way you could say it's a good look. <laughs> that that would be my counter to anyone that's like, this is okay. Yeah. Like the f- the fact that there's no way to view this in a good light, it's bad. That's what I the guy who wrote it or something said. He's like, you have the context wrong, and I was like, I mean, I'm seeing the words, and unless you show me a video, and he's like, afterwards, he's like, I'm just joking. That would right. be the only context where it's okay. Like if he's pointing to 
<laughs> if he's pointing to the last guy on the roster, Shane Robinson, next to him, who's busting his, <laughs> who's going out of control every play to try to stay on the team, however he can, like then okay, if there there was a comedic side, but there's none of that, and it's the playoffs. Playoffs. Then he goes into the game and has a little brush up with Aguilar at first. I I woke up this morning and watched these replays and watched the press conferences with him and yell at call him a dirty player and stuff. So I don't even know what the general sense of uh, baseball repo- baseball reporters I follow and the people I value their opinions, you know, in the I don't even know the general sure. sense of. So this is just my thoughts. Manny Machado is reminding me why I, I have disliked his personality for a long time. I was about level because he was really young when he was doing this dumb shit with Donaldson and with the Red Sox and always making headlines. He was like 19 years old. So I kind of moved on and said, oh, I mean, he's probably matured. He was really young back then. And now it's like he's in the spotlight again. And I just really don't like this guy's personality. If he comes to the Yankees, I'll learn to love him. I'll root for him as hard as I root for anyone. But he dragged his foot to make contact on a routine play. Do you th- yeah. Did you see it that Aguilar was on the base or in his way or this was accidental no, at all? No, he, he, he kicked Aguilar. <laughs> like straight up kicked him. Yeah, and I, Jim, I'm going to disagree with you slightly just on on the contract stuff because you're right. I mean, Manny Machado is going to get paid a lot of money to play baseball somewhere. But let's go back to last year's baseball free agency. We had a lot of guys. Mike Moustakis thought he was going to get 100 mil. He ended up having to sign a one-year deal. Who knows if he ever gets paid? He probably gets a <laughs> he probably gets like a three year eighteen million dollar deal this year if he's lucky. I don't even know about that. But just think about where baseball's going right now. And they <laughs> Tony Clark's job in life as the the players association guy has been saved because they're like, well, as long as long as Harper and Machado still get paid this year and so Bryce Harper has a terrible first half of the season. His defensive metrics were pretty garbage. Machado, I mean, I've, I've always thought he's going to get paid more because he can play shortstop and third. He's he like a five-tool player if when he hustles. Yeah. Um, and now you've got some dirty player connotations. You have <laughs> the hustle quote, which is awful. And I guess here's my thing. And a slew How- of terrible haircuts. The worst haircuts you can possibly get. I mean, unbelievable. But how many teams could actually sign Manny Machado this year? It's it's like the Yankees, the Dodgers, uh, Philadelphia. I guess maybe the Nationals, if you think they could re-sign Harper, they could re-sign Machado. Um, and there, there's usually what, like two sleeper teams? Like there's, you know, that... The Texas, like when the when the Mariners signed Cano, they were like, "This is going to be our guy. Let's roll with it." So you could see like a Texas Rangers, or maybe one one or two other organizations that would be like, "Hey, let's." Would, would Boston be interested? I think they'd be interested, but I think where their cap is at, like I don't think they can. Like they're already maxed out on the cap, and I think they're going to have to start paying some other guys soon. Like I I literally don't think they can. Right. Um, I'm I'm sure they could if they wanted, so I'll I'll throw them in there. But they would have to do a lot of shuffling. So let's 
let's say six teams question mark to to be courteous about it and so now you've got a limited pool of teams that that have the ability to sign you for what you're looking for there's one other mega free agent that basically those same teams would be into and after what we saw from last year's baseball free agency like what if none of these guys really come to the table for Manny Machado and let and let's not say it's even let's say the hustle and the kick is not even 1% of it but this was kind of how it was going to play out anyways now with the quote and the kick i i mean you just the optics are awful awful it's not like the the quote the hustle quote and the kick are the first that point to this personality right. true he's always been I mean, I, I've never enjoyed his personality, and I get it—it's gotten hidden because it's been <laughs> in Baltimore on on pretty bad teams the last couple years. Yeah, but yeah, man, I I I just don't know. I mean, I I'm sure he ends up getting six or seven years, really good money, but. I I think him and Harper are heading into free agency trying to pool holes it. They want ten years and they want thirty million per year. I don't think either of them are gonna run into that. I think I think they can get a little more money for seven years or so, but it's I don't know. One of those teams signs Harper and if th- this thing drags on and you know, we follow the Yankees intensely. They they have options. It's not like it's must get Manny Machado to keep the franchise going. They just had a guy that's going to finish first or second in rookie of the year who plays third base. <laughs> so I I don't know, man. If if you're him, just just why why any of it? Not not smartest. He did help them win in the end, scored the game winning run. Yes, and, all that. <laughs> and that's and but, but that's the thing. These like, are overshadowing the headlines. Like it's exactly right. what you don't want to do if you're a player. Um, yeah. And if you're his agent, like, what are you doing? Being upset. <laughs> yeah, just just angry. Just angry, but you can't get angry enough to have him fire you before he gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need that 10% or whatever the hell they get. All right. Is that, is that all? Are we done with Manny? I, I, I had another thought, but I can't think of it now. Dumb haircuts, dumb quotes, dumb actions. I want to know yeah. if there's a contingency, and I'm sure there is, of people who saying that it was accidental that he hit hit Aguilar's leg. But there's no way you can say that. It's just such an unnatural running pattern. He he didn't lift his left leg, put it inside the base. Yeah, and the, the, I think that's normally what it is. Is if say if it's a football player hitting a guy in in the bad in a bad spot, you normally. Half the people can say, oh, that, that was dirty. Like, how, how could he do that? Um, and the other pe- half of the people would say, like, football moves so fast. This guy's just trying to make a play for you to say that is ridiculous. Here, I think the problem is it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's just, it's like a little kick. Yeah. And so I think it's, it turns into the same 50-50 almost. But it's more so people being like, I, he barely kicked him. Like, what? Who cares? Bad, <laughs> but just bad but any, anyone that's run down to first, like, no, man, you would never do that. Yeah. Oh, here's what I was going to say before we move on. That A-Rod, 
was having MVP years uh, for the Yankees before he, before he won in 09, but didn't do it in the playoffs. But I, there was the time when he screamed, ah, in Toronto, and the third baseman dropped the ball. Right. And that helped the Yankees in that game. He got lit up by Yankee fans saying it was unsportsmanlike. He's a clown. We don't need that. I mean, so if you don't think these comments or or would spark Yankee fans, you're crazy. You're crazy. Just oh yeah, fun. no. And I you you've talked about it. it. It's it's now Judge and Stan, but it used to be Jeter and A Rod. Like one of you is going to be viewed as the golden boy who will do anything to win and has so much heart and effort and all that, and the other one will be the guy that's trying to do something cheap or cheeky. And uh, why why can't you just do it with your talent? And we paid you so much. And it's I mean it's that it just. It can it, the narrative can never really change. All right, let's move on from last night's games into the next segment, which is sports or silly open forum. What you want to talk about, Jake? What are you giving us first? You going sports? You going silly? I'm going sports, and I'm I'm actually throwing a little curveball at you because this this was I I was thinking about this all day yesterday, and then when we were planning, I I had totally forgot about it. And it's it's a sports one, and I so let me start here. Where where are you at with like college football these days? Because I I feel like your your Saturday is not dictated too much by college football. Uh, go Ben Mason. Ba- go Ben. Right, Mason. <laughs> right. Your 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 little brother's buddy that's been killing it at University of Michigan, which is cool. Um, and we're gonna kind of keep it in the Big Ten and oh, their rival Ohio State. Uh, so Nick, Nick Bosa, his brother's in the NFL, Joey Bosa. Okay. Um, and their, their dad was an NFL player. And I don't know if, if, if you remember Joey Bosa, he was like the third pick overall. And so the NFL draft has basically figured out how to pay their draft picks so they don't hold out anymore, Mm -hmm. but there's still like one or two every year. So Joey Bosa was that guy, him and the chargers just couldn't agree and it was the year the Chargers were like talking if they were had to move or whatever. So everything was just like a nightmare for them. But basically everything looped into that like he was going to go pro, his dad was a pro athlete, you guys need me, blah blah blah. And there was a lot of me stuff for a, a rookie coming out, but it kind of it was what it was and people were like he hey, you took him, you knew that. It is what it is. Um his little brother is coming out for the draft this year, Nick Bosa at, from Ohio State, projected to be the one pick. He's supposedly the best player in the draft by McShay, Kuyper, all those guys. He got nicked up, I think, two weeks ago, and he decided I'm done for the season. I like I'm I'm just not going to risk it playing college football anymore. I'm I'm going to the draft, and it's it's got all the sports pundits on the fifty fifty line because it's. <laughs> If you strap on your business hat for a second, <laughs> it makes complete sense. But as a human and as I there's there's not many people that <laughs> love being on a sports team or being part of a group as you. Like how much does this just suck and is there something is there something the NCA can do at all or is like wh- what do you do? Cuz it sucks and you know what? You know what also sucks about this that I I know you and me would both say, is that he's going to look back and, yes, he's, he's going to get paid and maybe he has a gruesome injury that wouldn't bring him to the NFL. But, man, being a part 
of a college football team and being like the king of campus, like that's that's kind of what it's all about. <laughs> it's really that's really tough because the first part of my brain makes me think of his teammates who, you know, this is the year we got Joey Bosa. They probably used Nick, Bosa. Nick, Nick's, Nick's the younger brother. He's he's the one doing Nick, it right they now. They got Nick. They probably used him to recruit a lot of other players. Like, we're going to have talent. We're going to have Bosa, number one draft pick. We're going to have a lot of attention. People are going to be watching our game, so you're going to get seen on film. They probably use that as a recruiting tool. And just like a teammate level, I mean, you're literally letting down a group of 50 guys that are depending on you to win. Uh, but the business decision does make sense. But I don't know, man. Remember when? Remember when Jason Witten, like they said, hey, you could split your spleen and die forever, and like you, like be really, really hurt. And he was like, nah, I'll play game one versus the Giants. I'll play, and like, yeah, cool. Before he got into the Monday Night Football booth. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like decisions like those go a long way with your bosses (laughs) with anything with anything and and not but i mean take care of your wallet because if he does get injured i don't know man it just like how much is this decision gonna linger after he gets his first payday because if 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 after his first if after his first payday this mindset continues to try and get that second bigger one that's not that's not a guy you want on the field for your team. Right. But I understand the need to take care of that first payday because he's been working his entire life. Probably, dude. Like I know Ben Mason, the hours he put in to play football, he didn't like he like Luke would tell me like, no, Ben, you can't hang out with Ben. And uh, now he's doing it at Michigan. And it's all for to reach the pinnacle but to get that payday i mean you're putting in a lot of work so to say you know he doesn't deserve the money is or any of these guys don't deserve the money is crazy so i totally understand that aspect of now i put in 18 years of work or 15 or however old you are and you start probably like eight years old when you started but you know ben from Nine years old, his dad played a little bit, was going to the NFL. Like he was right. going to play college. That was his life. Booby Miles. So you do that, and then you, you <laughs> get that scare. You get that injury scare, and your people say, hey, dude, oh, my God, you were close to never getting your due for all this work that you deserve. Um. Man, you just kind of wish that it happened like with three games left and they were out of contention. Yeah, but then I that that brings in like the more competitive stuff. Like, what if if there was three games left, would he be excited to play? And like, what if Ohio State goes to the football playoffs and stuff? What like, injury was this? This was one second. Um, get the snaps ready. Um, let's see. All right, well, we're looking it up. Yeah. Nick Bosa's teammates wish luck. I think it was one he could have came back, like, fairly soon. An injured core muscle. 
He's, he, got, he had to get scared. But you know what? I wonder what his teammates honestly do think because I bet all the guys that are looking to get drafted that know they have a chance are fine with it. I bet they understand it completely. And all the guys that have zero chance of playing in the NFL probably hate him because this is their NFL. And they yeah, want their, that's a great point. Their that's seniors, a great point. They want their senior season to be you know worth it. But I guarantee the people that know the, the goal – they understand it. Um, and you, you know what? I, so they're, they're saying he's going to be reevaluated in November. I think you, you just wonder if the story is not done being written because what if he comes back and he, he gets an 100% from doctors and they have, I mean, college football, between your last game and the playoff game, I think you have the first playoff game you have about three weeks yep. so i think i think that's when this story has a chance to get really interesting because you are right the the people that understand that this is why he's been doing it this is why he's even at ohio state is to go pro and get paid you know they kind of do the head nod and it is what it is and yeah you did get hurt so all right well hopefully we see on the next level the guys at Ohio State's their end game. They're saying, "Are you kidding me? Like we have a chance to win the national title, and yeah. you're going to do this?" Um, it, I, I think the rest of the story will will be figured out in mid mid November if he's healthy. Or I wonder if it's one of those things that, if you're the program, what do you do? If you're Urban Meyer, do you just shake hands and say, "Get out of here"? Like we can, we can't even I can't even risk you being healthy in November and having that being a storyline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, they got to keep the good graces because they want those donations coming later on. When, <laughs> yeah. All right. Sure. Uh, I got something I want to talk about. Sure. This is silly. I'm going silly. Too much sports. Let's go silly. It was a lot of sports. Too much. And a lot of us, a lot of us being upset with athletes, which is never the Come best Come on, athletes. Luck. No. Worst shooting. We got two odd shootings in the news, Jake. The first one, a cousin shot his cousin. That's funny. Obviously. A guy shot his cousin over their salt and vinegar chips. He said, don't eat my chips. The guy reached for the chips. He shot him. Didn't die, though. The next okay. one is an old man set up all these warning signs on his property. He was like, like you know, very right-wing right, right Republican. No. And then all the types of people that right-wing Republicans hate on my lawn. And he had his back door booby trapped that if anyone ever opened it, uh, a rifle would shoot right through the door. Went and feed sure. the squirrels in his backyard. Forgot about the booby trap. Opened the back door. Boom. Took a shot to the shoulder. The salt and vinegar story. He said it was accidental. But then the cousin recovered in the hospital and could talk and was like, you told me not to reach for his chips. I reached for his chips. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is worse or better or however you want to picture these? Which one gets yeah, you what, going more? When when I said it was an accident, my cousin made the accidental mistake of grabbing... <laughs> my salt and vinegar chips. Uh, <laughs> which one is worse? Or I don't know, which one which one gets you going? The first one sparked me cuz I hate salt and vinegar chips and I love them. I love but salt yeah, and vinegar chips. There's and there those I would say one of the thin or is it the thinnest or the thickest line? There's no middle area on salt and vinegar chips. I, I feel like you don't run into someone that's like, oh, these are pretty good. You either like them or you are not into My them. My dad hates them. I remember one time when I was 
ate, my dad was eating the thing of chips and I had mine. I threw one salt and vinegar and my dad can't smell. So he couldn't tell the difference. So it was in his mouth and uh, I threw it in. We just watched him pick around, pick around. And finally got it. It was like a grenade in his mouth. He hated it. It was awesome. It's, it's insane. Think of the ingredients. And I, I fall on the other side. Of, I'm, I'm with him. Salt and vinegar. Those are things that you wouldn't ever want to enjoy. Um, but like uh, people like it. I get it. I get that. Um, uh, yeah, I guess the the first story I'm more into because cousins willing to shoot each other over chips and the salt and vinegar chip factor does more for me than a cra- crazy right wing guy who <laughs> hey you you have your guns to protect yourself and you you shot yourself in the shoulder kinda. Booby traps are cool though. Booby traps are cool though. Maybe he just was like so antsy to find out if he rigged it right. That's true, because that's the first thing you want to know when you set up a booby trap. Did I do this right? Right. Is it going to go off? Now he knows for all future people that walk through his back door. You're dead. Yeah, maybe, maybe that was part of the plan. Like, you guys think this booby trap is a fake? Boom. On the way to the hospital, I told him it was real. <laughs> and again, again hate, hate setting up future stories. If he takes round two, now that would be awesome. Does it again? Yeah. All right, you got another thing? What you want to talk about? What you want to talk about? What you going to do? I just want to talk, uh, quick hitter, a little sillier. I, I live in Denver, as I've mentioned, the, the eighth time now. Um, Lime, Bird, and there's a new one. Uh, oh, it's actually affiliated with the original Razor Scooters. Uh, they started, I think it's Razor. I, I haven't don't have that app yet. But basically, what they did, and the Denver one's actually hilarious. So they've been setting up scooters in major major cities, electric scooters, and they set them up in popular areas, like in front of my apartment complex. And people take them, you you scan them on your phone, boop, and you can use them. And it's it's cheap. It's actually better than Uber if you have to go, like if you want to go to a coffee shop that's less than a mile away. Like it makes sense. It's like two bucks. And instead of walking to a coffee shop, you go to it. So, like, dude, it's just one of those things. So this is the funny part in Denver. So they set them up in Denver, and they'd have been they'd they'd been having pretty good success in other cities. And Denver started impounding the bikes because they were just like, you can't have them just on our streets. Like, you don't have any permission. <laughs> and so then Lime was like, oh my god, we're so sorry. They go back. They meet with the city for a couple months. They get them back. And they're all over, all over. And it's one of those things, it, the, the one that everyone references now is Pokemon Go. Because mm-hmm. uh, the Pokemon Go times were awesome. The, the world was a better place for two weeks. For pedophiles. Just, just, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why I said it was awesome. And, no, man, every, everyone that consensus what dude, there was so many more people out in the world just being out in the world. And it felt cool. Yeah, crime went up, kids getting hit by cars went up. So, and I guess we just found out your stance on this. Is this just going to ha- is this going to be the new th- like app thing? People are going to find something that's cool and fun for a couple weeks and then it's just going to die. Like like someone's going to get pegged on one of these scooters and then it's all over. Yeah, I mean that's how life has been going forever. Yeah, like Tamagotchi, Whoa. like it's just like tons of things and then the schools take them away. Well, stuff sticks. Some stuff. Like, uh, is any of this going to stick? Yeah, I think 
scooter sharing should stick. Very, very Denmark of America. Oh, yes. Very socialist of America. Just scooter share program all over. Get rid of the cars. I like it. I just think like in, in San Francisco, it was crazy. People were weaving in and out of pedestrians, like breaking old ladies' knees. Like everyone was scared. Uh, so, I mean, they need to like make like a scooter part of the sidewalk and a walking part of the sidewalk when they're in places where it's really crazy. Because uh, people were doing nut shit. Like, I didn't know you were so deep in on the Pokemon Go stuff. Now, now I'm really glad I asked. Dude, Pokemon Go sucked. Wow. Just You know how heavy you're in the minority on that? I don't think I am. No one does it anymore. Drains your battery. It's set up. It was basically like the king for pedophiles and kidnappers and people who wanted to prey on children because it gave them their exact location and you could meet up. Like, there's a reason that it's not a big thing anymore. And then and there was a bunch of people just running around unaware. I don't like people that fall into crazes as much as Pokemon Go. You feel like there you're you just go. brainless sheep. But, I love it. Uh, scooters are cool because they, they're not like a dumb game. They help you get from place A to B. I would use one. Like Luke, I talked to my little brother on his college campus. He was using one. I would have loved this on college campuses. Oh yeah, I mean that's crack on college campus. It, he well, Luke says crack. people steal them and hide them in their bushes so they have them in the morning. Like then that's yeah. like people gotta ruin things all the time. Oh yeah, no people will bring them like into their apartments if they want to use it later. So you'll go walk point two miles because they'd say there's a scooter there, and then you'll be like, oh yeah, and not. I think. It's just society sucks because you have people making these awesome things that help people, and then you have to deal with the people that ruin it. And the people that ruin it are too dumb to even understand how much they're ruining it for everyone. They're just very yeah. selfish. Uh, wow. I'm a pro scooters, but pro regulation for scooters. Like, like I think make- po- Pokemon Go didn't tell you where people were, but there was like hot spots. Yeah, I think it did. I think there was a lot of kidnappings. I was just reading about Right, because there was like popular areas where you could go get Pokemon. But it's not like, hey, I'm on Pokemon Go, follow me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But I think, dude, people talk about Pokemon Go like it was the best time to be alive. Like it's part sarcasm. I think if you were playing it, for sure. But while I was riding my bike around the, this town here in the summer, and it was just people just walking around, like <laughs> running with their phone. Yeah. Like chasing invisible things, man. It made humans look like idiots. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't like it. You just it. look around at the park and it was just people running with their phone chasing invisible things. Like, I know you're having fun, but the human race is getting denigrated here in a real bad way. I liked it. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Round me off. No, let's move on to uh, let's Twitter question of the day. We got T-Q-O-T-D. A, we got a good one here. Okay. This is from uh, Mary Remen- Remenge? Remenga? Remenga? Remenga. She wants to know a lot of question marks here, so she really wants to know, will it ever stop raining in Texas? I never lived there. Huge question. But this is, for the people in Texas, I got to think this is a huge question. It's a big question. Is it going to... It's going to affect a lot of people's lives if the answer is is no. That's terrible. I've never been to Texas or lived there. I've been in the airport. So, Jake, as uh, the the Texas, Texas expert on the panel here on John Boy and Jake Radio, will it ever stop raining in Texas? Uh, the answer is no, Jim. 
Uh, no, I, I I will say this. I got the Dallas forecast in front of me. They've got three more days of rain coming. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, what is this, fucking Seattle? So, dude, it's... It, weather. This has, been, this has been a big weather episode. I would love... Well, a couple things about me. I love going to every I would love to go to almost every town in the world live there for a week so I could talk to everyone about the coffee shop and a bar and a restaurant or something or or whatever's cool about that town you got to start watching like travel stuff like I've been watching Anthony Bourdain's I used to hate them I've been watching Anthony Bourdain's parts unknown but only the American episodes because right I'm pretty pretty xenophobe i don't care about other countries i like america i love america he did one on west virginia it was super interesting i just like knowing the cultures like you just said i like knowing cultures and places yeah i mean so that's my thing i'm not i'm not even there i'm not even like culture i just if i bump into someone from owensboro kentucky i want to be like oh do you ever do you ever eat over the river over there and they're like wow owensboro kentucky like i met someone from hickory north carolina yesterday and i'd been there and i was all jazzed up we started talking barbecue um, but so this ties into weather. So I've lived in Denver now for a couple of years. Ninth mention Denver weather is incredible. It's 300 days of sunshine. That's the going saying. And it's like actually true. And it is like really good weather for almost the whole year. Like, yeah. well, it's a relative you, term. And in two and a half years, I think we've gotten cumulative I don't think we've gotten a foot and a half of snow in Denver. You get you get 70 degree days in January, February. It's just beautiful weather. Dallas obviously has its reputation of being very hot 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 and that's accurate. But the transition in from spring or the tr- transition from winter to spring and the transition from like summer fall to winter is basically <laughs> monsoon season and it's it's out of control you 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 do feel like mary does with her question marks like when's it just gonna stop because it has to yeah because because we're nobody's building an arc that's how when i first moved to california uh, in march once once it all ended and they got the rainy season they have summer and rainy season it was 28 days of march it rained but it was the record high. But it was the first time we moved there. We're like, what the fuck is this? I, I, I wouldn't like Denver weather. We said it's all relative. I, I need change of seasons. Give me three months of this, then three months of something new. If it's 70 and sunny in January and February, or like just November, 70 and sunny, fuck that. I want fall. And then December, I want like crisp, cold air. And then Jan- January, February, or February, March sucks. That's when like winter's really bad for February. That's and March. what I'm saying. You could you can kind of dodge that here. Like I I mean it's it's 50 right now. The leaves are changing. Yeah, but I like I like cold. I mean I've I, I people think I'm crazy and I just say this to be like greener pastures. But I but after moving to California the second time, like I really really dislike. I like I really like four seasons. I'm, yeah, I'm so There's happy. Nothing we wrong just with changed, that. Change to fall. The only thing that sucks, like I'm telling Katie because we just moved here first time, like February and March when it's still really cold, those two months can be brutal. 
It's depressing. It is full on depressing. But the rest, summer, spring is awesome because you're so excited. Then summer is is really nice, especially down in the Jersey Shore. Falls the best, and even like November and December when it's holiday spirit and New Year's Eve, right. And it's cold and snowy. It still feels like part of something. Yeah, like that's part of the decor of the the season, and then it drags. But okay. What are we watching tonight? Really quick, the Knicks open up versus the Hawks. You gonna they gonna win, Jake? They probably will. It'd be very Knicks. The Hawks <laughs> are the team that they may be fighting with to be the worst team in basketball. Um, I'll I'll be watching. I'm I I love the Knicks, Jim. My my one thing. I'm 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 gonna come out with my New York Knicks manifesto. My second one. Uh, preseason manifesto. I'll I'll have that in a couple hours, or maybe when this comes out. Um, and I I think the the big phrase, and it's my opener. One more year. The the Knicks are going to be awful. <laughs> they have two young guys that hopefully are exciting to watch play. They're going to get one more good draft pick. One of one of the fancy ESPN nerdy projections has them projected to lose the most games. So there's. There's a chance the Knicks there's a chance the Knicks could come out of this season with two good young players, the one pick or a very high pick in the draft, and cap space for two maximum players with guys like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irvin, Irvin. <laughs> um like there's almost hope. Like I feel like how you just said November and December don't matter in the Northeast weather-wise because you're excited for Thanksgiving and Christmas and like you're kind of just wrapping up the year at that point. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where the Knicks are in this timeline of being terrible. Like, you know what? The weather's going to suck for two months, but shoot, <laughs> we've got good stuff coming. So I'm I'm obviously excited, and if if your ears listen to this and you 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 want to listen to talking Knicks, we got that going. So. Yeah. Brewers and Dodgers square off for game five. Series tied two to two. Sox and Astros square off for game four. Sox are up two to one. Rangers play the Capitals. And there's no TV shows I'm watching tonight. Got to watch Hocus Pocus soon. That's on my agenda. I keep flipping on the guide. I'm a big, I grew up with sisters. So the right. Hocus Pocus on Halloween, I, I do it. I do it. Big into it. Uh, so what's what's the early game? Okay, so they flip flop today. So Milwaukee and Dodgers, after playing thirteen, are the early game today. That's that's great. Fun for them. I have an and episode of Just Talking out today with Katie. Talked about uh, chainsaw and lawnmower fight. Talked about Halloween. A guy named Charlie No Face, an urban mm. legend. Um, bug and blood ice cream and some other stuff. Just Talking's pretty fun. Katie, my girlfriend, does it with me. And Jim, by the way. I, I know he's had his postseason struggles, but Kershaw going for the Dodgers today. When I when I talked about the momentum switch, if Clayton Kershaw can throw a Clayton Kershaw game of seven innings, eight innings pitched, one earned run ball, if you're Milwaukee, you're going to be sitting there saying we we could have been up three one. What are the and Vegas odds of Kershaw throwing a good game tonight? They got to be low, and he's Clayton they've Kershaw. Be, they've got to be kind of low because I which, I, I which would is nuts. I would not bet in the favor of Kershaw going a quality start. Yeah, we we have to have 
the the MLB postseason thing has been on my head a lot. I just I haven't known how to phrase it as a question, but maybe, maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow with like Arcia, what he's been doing, and Kershaw on the other side of the fence. It's David Price. It's it's weird. Weird. And it doesn't happen in I don't think any other sport. Yep. All right. So that ends test show number three of John Boy and Jake Radio, October seventeenth. Thank you for listening. If you scrolled back and listened, or if you're a Patreon member that you've been checking it out because we've been posting these there to get some feedback, which has been decently good. We're going to work on some things. We do have two. Jake said that every Tuesday we have to play the outro and intro song of a dead artist. Every Wednesday, I said, okay, we'll do female artists, Women Wednesday. So we opened up with yeah. Paramore, going to close with Paramore, Haley Williams, big old crush on her, even though I don't find her that attractive, but just spunky as hell. Great mm. voice. Thursday, I don't know what the theme is going to be Thursday. If you guys have ideas and if you have requests for dead artists, female artists, let me know because that's Wednesday and Tuesday. And we will be back tomorrow with another episode to see what's going on. Hopefully we don't have any more Manny Machado headlines because I don't want to talk about that stuff anymore. But thank you very much for listening. We are out.